we're talking about choose we're talking about there is a pressing need yes there was a pressing need and basically all that i've been doing is king reverence knows and breaking it down for all of us to go through amen this month is a month i've been talking about choosing and the beginning of the month about the first two weeks reverend talked about choosing to become fishers of men and he talked about choosing and called into discipleship so one of the points that he raised was that there is a pressing need yes there is a pressing need and i just made that one my topic you know i made mention to you in second timothy chapter 2 verse 2 paul told timothy that the things that you've heard me you've heard from me they said commit to faithful men you know so that you'll be able to teach all so i stood up on the scripture and said that the same thing the same and my scripture has not changed today <laughs> hallelujah yes so on one of the days reverend talked about what it means to be chosen and one of the points that he raised was that he has called us to become builders amen so today my topic is that chosen to build hallelujah hallelujah <laughs> yes we are build- you know if you've been in this house for a while you realize that that word building <laughs> you know it's a book that has it's been in the incubator for a very long time yes at some point in time it will happen but you know yes 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 you know if there are four words that you can associate this ministry with building will be one of them building yes another one is wisdom another one is working in the house of the lord another one is power but building literally building houses building you know there are some places that when you go you are, you feel very comfortable renting or even better still purchasing yes yeah you, and you feel comfortable because the next the person sitting next to you is also purchasing you know, but as you are in this church, you hear people, oh, Reverend, I've gone to make deposit. I've, I've started my ISA. I've, you know, you hear building a lot. You know, yes. That's why you have to be careful where you decide to pitch your tent. Because whatever is in the atmosphere, you, whether you like it or not, you catch the, you catch the virus. You know, yes, yeah, you, you catch it, yeah. If there is a place of gossip, you, you, you can't overcome it. At some point, you too, you become a gossip. You get it? Yes. If it's a place of prayer, like this church, the way every man. Now, some people even, it's become autopilot to the system. <laughs> that the last week of the month. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes, yes. And actually, if, even with that, I can used to buy a house. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, some of us, our bodies have become so used to the 530 that even. When we are not praying and fasting, we still say, we still get up. You get it. Yes. So it's a blessing. Amen. So today our topic is chosen to build. Chosen to build. Hallelujah. And our anchor scripture is from First Peter chapter two, four to six. First Peter chapter two, four to six. Yes. So coming. You know, can you give me the New Living Translation of late? That's what I've been using for my personal studies. So, you know, when you change it, then my whole system becomes somewhere. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hey, I'm waiting on you. Okay. I think I have to use my Bible. Okay. So, the Bible says, you are coming to Christ, who is the living cornerstone of God's temple. He was rejected by people, but he was chosen by God for great honor. Verse 5. And you are living stones that God is building into his spiritual temple. What's more, you are his holy priest through the mediation of Jesus Christ. You offer spiritual sacrifices that please God. As the scriptures say, I am placing a cornerstone in Jerusalem, chosen for great honor, and anyone who trusts in him 
will never be disgraced. Hallelujah. Yes. So, you've been chosen to build. You know, recently I was there and I was like, what are some of the names that you can give to our faith? That it says, oh, it's a faith of, you know, there are some faith they say it's a, it's, a, it's a faith of peace or that's what the quality is. I think one of the names that we can give to our faith as Christians is the faith of building. Because right from onset, you hear building, 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 and today I'm going to prove to you that you, you are not just, even though you might not say that, oh, I've never asked the price of a block before, or I've never gone to put a deposit anywhere, but you are a builder. Amen. What does building means? To build means to construct, you know, the, the civil engineers among us and the uh, quantities of years and the Amen. project managers among us. <laughs> Amen. To erect, to create, <laughs> to develop, to form, to establish, to fabricate, to assemble, to manufacture, to raise, to organize, to engineer, to deliver, to be fruitful. So all these, I've given you like about 15 of them. I think we should have written five or one or two. <laughs> okay, so I'll go over. To build means to construct, to erect, to create, to develop, form, establish, fabricate. You see, so all of us in, at, at this stage of our life, we should, be doing, we should be doing one of these things. Either you are creating something, forming something, establishing something, developing something, manufacturing something, raising something, organizing something, engineering something, delivering something, or being fruitful. Something, at least something. Something should be happening. Amen. Yes, 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 yes. And one of the first things that I want to talk about today is that building is the, and that's what I was, I was saying before, that building is the common denominator among all the people God worked with. Who, God, who worked with God in the Bible and even today? Building is the common denominator of all the people that worked with God and are still working with God. Building. Anyone that worked with God was building something. Some people were building altars. Others were building nations. Others were building families. Others were building covenants. Others were building riches. Others were building communion. But, they, but by all means, there was a form of building that was taking place. In the book of Genesis chapter 1 verse 1, the Bible says, in the beginning, God created. You know, create also means to build. So God built heaven and earth. So God, the one that we are serving, he himself is a creator. Hallelujah. He's a builder. Matthew chapter 16 verse 18. I gave it to you so... And this is Jesus saying, he said, and I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I'll build my church, and the gates of his shall not prevail again. So Jesus is also a builder. You get it? Yes. Yes. So what it means is that you cannot be following somebody who is building and not be building anything yourself. It's, it's, it's in, if God, if you are really following God, you know that they, you know the, in the ancient times they used to have goddess of prostitution, goddess of. If you follow that god, you also become. And actually, there were some during the, those Greek days that, as a way of worshiping, as a way of worshiping that god, they will be doing prostitution, like dying and all that. So one way that you too you can serve God is to build. You know, but it's building different things, but you must build something. You know, when I said building, people's house just went straight to a house. Four bedroom. One bedroom and seat. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes. So if you, you, you've, you've all this, or you've not been thinking that you're not building anything, you are building your education. You get it? Yeah. That ministry that you are in charge of, you are building it. That talent that has been given unto you, you are building it. You are building your finances. You are building the marriage. You are building your everything. You see, if you have such a mindset, 
you realize that you don't take things literally like that. You get it. Some of us we don't see we don't we don't see it that way. That we are building. That's why we are just. <laughs> Hallelujah. The second one that I want you to take notice is that builders also need to be built up. You get it? Yes, builders need to be built up. Why am I saying that? You see, building is a chain activity. You see, like today that you are come, you are being built. So you receive, then you are able to give. So the, when you get, even in school, before you can start to become whatever you want to become, a lawyer, an engineer, whatever you want to become, you have to be built up to a particular level before you can begin to deliver. You get it? And it's the same with our faith. You know, some of us, you just get up and say, oh God, I've, I've, I've received a vision. You can only go to a certain level because you've not really been built up, you've not been trained Hallelujah. How are we built up? Matthew chapter 4 verse 19. Today I will give quite a number of scriptures and I pray that. Then he said to them, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. One way of being built up is to follow. You get it? Some of us is that I'm a, I'm, I'm, I, 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 I'm a man of my own. I'm a woman of my own. I, I know I don't have to rely on anybody. Please. I'm, yeah, that's what I'm looking for. I'm self-made. I don't even understand what that means. <laughs> you have to follow. Jesus said, follow me. And I'll, You see, the making process takes place whilst you are following. You get it. Sometimes you even change without knowing that you are changed. You understand? Yes. See the disciples, and you could you could realize that even as they were following, you see that as you follow them, you begin to realize that there's so much in you that needs to come out. Peter was following, but look at the how he was behaving, even as he was following. So that you see that a lot of junk was just coming out of him. Some of us you have a lot of junk, but because we, we are not following anybody, we are not submitting ourselves or allowing being humble enough for somebody to sort of be a father or a mother figure over your life to be able to speak to you. We think that we are, you know, and we will not be amount to anything. You get it? Yes. Yes. And if you are following somebody, you must try as much as possible to have somebody that you can... Is it, when you are following, can you follow somebody who is in uh, Zimbabwe? <laughs> the, the, uh, should I change uh, or change the country? Yeah, Papua New Guinea. <laughs> yes. You know, the disciples followed Jesus. They virtually followed Jesus. Do you understand? Yeah, we should also try. You know, I know that sometimes you can get a mentor that is some, but try as much as possible in the particular area of your life that you consider to be very important. To Even those that you follow in Papua New Guinea, at some point you have to go to Papua New Guinea if you are really serious. If you are really serious in following, you can't. You see, let's not deceive ourselves. All that we see on YouTube is a refined, you know, edited version, the revised standard version. <laughs> yes. Because the, the, the one that you are following does not even know you. So the person cannot even rebuke you. And because of that, you love the person so much. And the people that are close to you that can rebuke you, you say that, oh, forget them. Yes, yes, yes. You know, you know that even, you know, that as you are speaking, that, the words that you are saying, it's not anything. You, you yourself, even as you are saying, you know that those words, they don't amount to the people you are telling. You see that it doesn't go anywhere. Yes. God have mercy on all of us. <laughs> Another way of following, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 2. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 2. So you can, so builders also need to be built. And how can they be built? They can be built by following. Another way is that, and the thing that you have heard from me among many witnesses, commit these to faithful men who will be able to teach. So you can also 
Be built up, even as you are building yourself, by paying heed to the words. One, the word of God, and two, the word of your pastor. I should not be shy to say that. Oh, no, I say it. You get it? Paul was saying that the thing that you've heard, if you really consider me to be who you consider me to be, then the thing that I'm telling you, you must pay it through that you'll be built up. And the third way of being built, Jude one twenty, by said, by you, my beloved, building up yourself in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. So you see that even as you be there and be blowing in tongues, blowing, you are building up yourself. You are building up. So if you are here and you are not, and you are not, you are not, you are not, uh, you are not, you are not speaking in tongues. I pray that you receive the gift, so that you can be able to build up yourself. You know, build up yourself in the scriptures. You build up yourself in following. Hallelujah. The third one is that builders need helpers. Builders need helpers. Hmm. If you are truly a builder, then you need helpers. See, unless you, unless you are building a, I don't know. <laughs> Even with that, you need help. Unless, <laughs> unless you are boiling water, you need you don't need help. helpers. <laughs> But if you are building anything, even if it's not substantial, you need helpers. Yeah. Everybody needs helpers. You get it? Yes. So that's why as a church, that's why as a church, we need helpers. So if you are called upon, we, you are called upon to do anything, remember that you are helping in the building process. You are helping. Don't be saying, oh, why well, are these people? They like, I have too much on my plate. I don't know what is even on the plate. Hey! Hallelujah. In 2 Chronicles chapter 26. <laughs> In Second Chronicles chapter twenty-six, verse fifteen, the Bible says, and, "And this is the king he's talking." And he said, "And he made devices in Jerusalem, invented by skillful men, to be on the towers and the corners to shoot arrows." Yeah. Is that all? And large stones. So his fame spread far and wide, for he was marvelously helped till he became strong. You see, we all need we all need to be marvelously helped. See, Jesus, the Son of the Living God, still needed to be marvelously helped. He needed people that he could send. He said, "You know what? Go and get me a donkey here." He needed people that he said, "Go and get us food." He needed people that could, he, as he sat in the canoe or ship or whatever you call it, he needed people that would take him to wherever he wanted to go. Jesus was marvelously helped. Even to the point of the cross, there was a Simon of Cyrene that had to come and help him. You see, all of us need marvelous. But you see, one of the, one of the secrets that we all must know is that you cannot be marvelously helped if you are not also helping somebody. Yeah. <laughs> If you've not sold the seed, forget it. All. <laughs> you understand? Yes. So I know that as pastors in the house, all of us need we need to be marvelously helped. Because sometimes, you know, you get a particular gift that God will bring to you. And you see that it shoots everything. You get it. But even as you are also marvelously helping, remember that it is a privilege. That deserves it. You know, <laughs> I was once reading the autobiography of Reinhard Bonnke. You know, it's a very good book. It's called uh, Forgotten, Something About Fire. And you know when Reinhard Bonnke started his ministry doing the crusades, 
Initially, he was just preaching. When you preach, then there's this uh, Zulu man. I don't want to mention him. He's dead. He's dead, Richard Ngidi. He, 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 he will come and do the miracles. So, he was like, ah, but I do the miracles. This guy, he just preaches. But it looks like he's becoming more famous than I, the one that works the miracles. So, one day, they were supposed to go for a crusade somewhere and uh, 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 Ryan Bonke was waiting for him at a train station somewhere in South Africa. And before then, the guy had told Reinhard Bonke's friend that, you know what, if I leave Reinhard Bonke, Reinhard Bonke is finished. He said, if I leave Reinhard Bonke, <laughs> Reinhard Bonke is finished. So, so, because I'm the pillar, I'm the main pillar, if I remove my leg, the whole thing comes. <laughs> no signs, it will just be lectures. <laughs> <laughs> so the guy did not appear and the monkey waited, waited and he was so shocked and people had come and God told him go and do it and that was the beginning of his miracle ministry not long ago not long after that Richard Ngidi died no, nobody even if, this time I'm saying do you know Richard Ngidi Easy, easy, easy. Everybody knew that uh, monkey has been doing that. No. Yes. yes. You know, and when a monkey said that Rich, Richard Ngidi made a mistake by forgetting all your vessels in the hand of the master. You know, don't, don't, don't ever deceive yourself. Everybody, even Elijah could be replaced. Yeah. I don't know if you brought fire. Any of us have you brought fire? <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes. The next one is that an integral ingredient for building is faithfulness. An integral ingredient for building is faithfulness. In First Corinthians chapter 4, verse 2, the Bible says that moreover, it is required that in stewards that one be found faithful. You know, one of the, this is one of the scriptures that I really like in the Bible. Because the requirement is not anything old. It's not like giftings or anything. Just be faithful. You know, and I always take consolation in the disciples. Look at the way they, they came. Some people were very, even they, they, they could not get fish. Jesus called them into the ministry. They, you know, some people were just some way, dubious people, you know, tax collectors that they were taking, uh, you know, dodgy people. They came and all that they were doing is that they were faithful. They were just around. And look at what God used them to accomplish. You understand? And I've written here that some people are full of faith, but are not faithful. You know, some of us, we can speak all the grammar and all the, and all the Greek and the Hebrew and all those, full of faith, but we are not faithful people. There are two different things. Though. If you are full of faith, it means that you know, you know, you know, you know your, your Greek and your Hebrew and your, you know, you are full of faith. You can, you can declare. But nothing can be handed over to you because you don't take care of it. Mm-hmm. You are not faithful. Ask your neighbor, are you faithful? <laughs> are, you, are you full of faith or you are faithful? <laughs> Hallelujah. The next one is that what we do or do not do affect the building. Your inactivity is a decision. What you do or do not do affect the building. Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 10. Are you there? So the Bible says, whatever your hand finds to do, do it with your might. For there is no work or device or knowledge or wisdom in the grave <laughs> where you are going. <laughs> the grave that you are going. <laughs> Mercy. Yes. 
know, that's why we always need to remind ourselves, you know. I think that that the whole concept of remembrance and forgetfulness is a is a it's like a two-sided, you know, we need to forget things, otherwise we can't live on it. But our forgetfulness too also sometimes make us become immune to the whole concept. Yes. So whatever your hand finds to do, whatever your hand finds to do, what has your hand found now? What has your hand found now? You know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes what, what, what I see is that some people are eyeing a, a particular thing, right? And somebody is there. Somebody is there. And they are more of a, 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 a what do they call it in the military? I see it's a, 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 I see or whatever they call it, second in command or third in command or whatever. So, so far as the other days, like when I get there, I will show everybody how it is done. I will show them that church can be run this way. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All these people, they are just blocking our way. But once the blockages are removed, you see our light shining. Whatever your hand finds to do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yes. Whatever your hand finds to do. Hallelujah. Yes. Because if all of us, what our hands have found, we are really doing it with diligence. Oh. You get it. The last, I think Sunday I was telling some people that, you know when you read Proverbs chapter 6, and the Bible says that, oh, you lazy one, go to the ant and learn that, that. One of the characteristics that the ant has is that it works without instructions. You see, the reason between you and your manager is that you need to be told Monday do this, Tuesday do that. That's why your salary is 15000 or 20000 or 25000 or, or 30000 <laughs> Oh, it's true. Go and check your manager's salary and check yours. What is the difference? <laughs> sometimes, 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 even your manager doesn't really do much. And all of us affect us anyway because even at where I work, you be in meetings. They see that they say, okay, we will do this. Then my, my, my head of my team says, oh, I will do it. You see, all this I, I, I. I know that I will do the work, but say, I will do this, I will do this, I will do that. Then after all the people have left, then, between, then he will send me a sign. I said, why don't you tell the people that I will be the one doing the work? <laughs> <laughs> But you see, because you are not there yet, you just have to. Then we put you on necessary pressure on you that you'll be, sometimes you'll be sending you mail at 10.30 p.m. Then we need to submit this tomorrow. But when you go for the meeting, it's, uh, sometimes you even prepare slice and, and she will go and deliver. <laughs> yes, yes. yes. <laughs> you know, it's recently that I don't know what has come over here. Then every now and then you say, Oh, I want to thank someone for helping me. Like, you know, be saying it more. Suddenly, <laughs> mercy. But, but, but you see, the whole concept is that you must be able to do it without instructions. You see, if anything is handed over to you and you need to be always reminded, reminded every week, every week, every week. You are, no, you are the wrong person for the job. You, know, you have to remind you every week that you are the husband. You have to remind you every week that you are the wife. <laughs> you are a useless husband. <laughs> 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 That's why last week I said I don't have a temporary mindset about anything. You get it? Um, you won't. Um, you know, some of us, we have some workplaces. You're like, oh, this place, I'll be moving very soon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. 
mind of permanence. Even if you are there for a week, mind of permanence. That gives you. All of us, we are here on this earth, 70, 80, 90. But we are still building houses. We are, we, you know, we are thinking, oh, I want to do this, I want to do that. 200 years time, we will be here. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes, yes. Mm. Hallelujah. The next one is that I cannot build anything without the mindset to build and the mindset to fight. Hallelujah. You know, Nehemiah chapter 4 verse 6. Nehemiah chapter 4 verse 6. The Bible says that, so we built the wall and the entire wall was joined together up to half its height. For the people had a mind to work. You know, there's a difference between people who have a, a mind to work and people who just, you know, by and by, will be there. <laughs> you know, some people can clock and just, you know, a mind to work, a mind to achieve something, a mind to be counted among the people that made a mark and made an impact. You get it? Yeah. And not a mediocre kind of mind that, oh, I'm just around. Jesus never liked such people, even to the extent of a tree. Yes. You see, sometimes, I I think sometimes when you are reading the Bible, just separate the Jesus as a savior from the, if Jesus was your boss, you'd be surprised. <laughs> yeah, the Jesus that is a merciful savior, loving God. I tell you, if the Jesus was the CEO of your company, probably you'll not be there. Hmm. Look at look at the parables he was telling. He said, Occupy till I come. Giving parable of the talents, parable of the lost queen, parable of the uh, prodigal. You see, all of them are I've given you something, I want interest. I've given you something, I want interest. I've, that's Jesus. Yes. So, if you are following Jesus, you remember in John chapter, in John chapter 6, that he told them that you have to eat my blood, you have to drink my blood, and eat my flesh, yes. And all of them left. Then, then Jesus asked them, he said that, are you also going to leave? Then Peter said, where, where shall we go? You, you have the words. Yes. Is it Jesus? If Jesus was your boss, you remember you realize that he never liked waste. No. Oh. When he did the miracle that after feeding the five thousand men, he said, "Gather the crumbs." You see, that particular story taught me two things: that you know, Jesus was teaching us that he operates in miracle, but he also operates in wisdom. Yeah. You know, some of us have taken one side. We, we want a God of miracles. But when he gives us the miracle, we don't want to hold it. Because by and by, another one is going to happen. Hmm. Hmm. So you must have the mindset to build and the mindset to fight. And that's the one that I uh, gradually am developing. (laughs) Nehemiah chapter 4 verse 17. (laughs) Hmm. So those who built on their wall and those who carried burdens loaded themselves so that with one hand they worked at construction and with the other <laughs> held the weapon. Hallelujah. You see, if you if you if you if you have a mindset, that, oh me, I am I'm just building, building, and we don't have a, a fighting mindset, by the time you realize somebody has just come and just <laughs> There's a certain part of the world. Even the adults, there are people called langas. They are around. <laughs> it because if you don't build and fight, the, the, the case can be in court for 200 years. <laughs> There'll be a journey and a journey. Somebody will live there. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes. Yes. And you see, the fighting also involves fighting your own flesh. Mm. 
Some of us, our main enemy, number one. Is not anybody else? We. We can't wait to pray. You can't even wait to, to, to send your CV around. You, 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 the last time I was telling some people that, oh, they, they sent the, this thing. You know, some people call me, oh, the people that know me don't know me to be a pastor or whatever. So they say, oh, Sam, this, that, I want to get a, 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 an offer, scholarship to come and do this. Then when I start to take them through the process, they don't call me again. Say, hi. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> some people want to make you their monthly distant but one day you see that oh I've seen a job here and they do the first person say oh there's a second person that oh, I'm not in for it you are not ready yes yes much to fight you know there are certain there are certain attitudes that you have that you yourself you know that once you don't deal with it you are not going anywhere. You have to fight. This laziness must die. You get it? Yes. All of us need to fight things, though. All of us need to fight things. Yes, 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 yes. yes. And there's some people around you that you think that if they, so far as they are there, hmm, hmm, you have to fight. I'm not saying go and use your hand to be fighting. No, please, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm not saying go and fight boxing. <laughs> I'm not saying that go and box anybody. No, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, because of our time, let me be try and finish. Mm. The next one is the builders are continually thinking about the work and improvement that must happen. If you meet anyone that is very serious about what he or she is doing, see that the person is always thinking about how can I improve upon it? What is it that needs to be done? What it is? What is it? What is it? If you meet a user or a spoiler, oh, oh everything is fine. Everything is fine. You know, I'll give an example. <laughs> when I came and uh, I was doing my master's and the first day, they, we had something, we said we, we have to go and identify folks in the transport system. Then we sat in, uh, my team were in the train. They were going from Manchester, we went to the, 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 the Pennines and all that, sitting in the train, finding the network, the route problems and all that. Then when we came back, my, my, some people had litany of issues. I didn't have any. <laughs> <laughs> I had to quickly sit up. <laughs> hey, some people were complaining about this. I'm like, I really don't see anything. <laughs> Hallelujah. It doesn't work, it doesn't work, it doesn't work in the first place. It doesn't work. <laughs> people are people are selling on that real distance. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes. So if you are not seeing anything that needs to improve upon what you are doing, you are not building anything. You get it? Look at the city, look at look at the city center. Something you will like, before you know a building is coming up. Before you know, uh, Reverend has always been telling us that one of the main difference between a, build, a, a, a developed city and a developing city is that the cranes. You see cranes everywhere. You know. Yeah, the, that, that mindset to identify, improve, you know, to make things better. Like, oh, whatever, whatever will be, will be. It's like, at least we've tried. We've tried. <laughs> we've done our best. <laughs> we've done our best. <laughs> Hallelujah. First Chronicles chapter 17, verse 1. The Bible says, Now it came to pass when David was dwelling in his house, that David said to Nathan the prophet, See now, I dwell in the house of Cedar, but the ark of the covenant of the Lord is under tent. Somebody would have said, ah, But you've always used a uh, tent. So what has changed? So what has changed? 
that you want us to do something different from tent. And the presence of God is in the tent. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That's the conservative mindset that it is been working. It's been working. So what is what is the need for change? Hmm. Hallelujah. The next one, my last part one is that. Builders carry a burden that is not easily seen in others. See, one of the most frustrating things is talking to somebody who does not see what you see. See, because it's like, that one makes you become somebody a talkative. You see, it's like you talk and people will be looking at you and say, why are you taking this thing to this thing like that? It's not not as you see it. It's not that serious. The thing that will make you cry will make somebody, they will not even see that actually there is an issue here. (laughs) 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 I'll just enjoy the scene, so I'll just, I'll just. (laughs) 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 Nehemiah chapter 1, 3 and 4. Numa chapter 1, verse 3 and 4. Verse 3. So this is the report of people to Nehemiah. And you know the walls had been broken. And people were living. I believe that some people's house were just next to the wall. Oh, they were fine. Life was going on. Everything is fine. And they said to me, the survivors who are left from the captivity in the province are there in great distress and reproach. The wall of Jerusalem is also broken down and its gates are burned with fire. So it was when I heard these words that I sat down and wept and mourned for many days. I was fasting and praying before the God of heaven. I believe that there are some people that actually they've been feasting around the broken walls. Yeah. He has not seen it. He's just been told that the people are in distress and he cannot phantom it. You get it? But the other people too. Oh. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> you, you get it? Yes. They don't. They don't. They don't see. And you see, one of the things until until I believe that sometimes is is I don't know whether to call it anointing or whatever. That it, when it comes upon you, then you begin to see things differently. When Jesus was around, his disciples was actually pushing away the people that Jesus was came to help. The blind by the miles, they, they were just oh, we are guiding the man. Can you see? It's like their, their importance was being around and making sure that it's like their security. Until Jesus left and they, they, they it got to them. Then you see that the burden also came upon them. Hmm. You know, one of the things that you realize as you read the scriptures, especially the prophets, the prophetic books, is that all of them it was a burden that God gave to them. It was just a bed, you know. And, and it became, if you look at some people like Hosea, the last time I was reading, I said, what kind of bedding is this? Hey. And if you, the last time I was reading the book of Ezekiel, I said, what kind of ministry is this? Hey. You have to sleep one side for so many years just for an illustration. What is that? <laughs> And some people are working. And you see, the, the most surprising thing that the people that you've been called, the, you have the bed for, they don't even see that they need help. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so Jesus says, Matthew chapter 9, 37 and 38. <laughs> Matthew chapter 9, 37 and 38. <laughs> then he said to his disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Hey! 
Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. You see, if you don't have a particular burden, you might be around, in quote, as a helper, but what you are doing is actually scattering. You remember the story of Jesus trying to feed the 5,000? Philip said that <laughs> there's a little boy here who has uh, 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 five loaves of bread and two fish. But what is this? What, what, is, what, what can this do? One of the key things about people that do not have the burden is that they are always seeing the the negatives and just discarding is that oh we can't do anything about it let's let's just throw it away let's just let's just leave it let's just leave it it's always not oh you can say that let's send them away Jesus is like where when you send them away these people they are weak when they go until you get that I believe that all of us should be praying that God give me a burden give me a burden give me that that particular ministry or whatever you find yourself, if you get a burden small, you realize that that, that thing that the person is telling you is not a gossip, but it's a prayer topic. Yeah, yeah some of us, some people tell us things that really burden their heart. And we, we become the, the BBC. We just been telling one person from the list to the other. Well, you can become a, 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 a <laughs> you can become an intercessor for that topic. Amen. And the last one is that building requires power, especially dealing with the human beings. See? When you are building human beings, that has that tripartite being, the body, the soul, the spirit, power must be at work. It's not just your willingness to work or your ability to work or your experience to work. But power. That's why Jesus, when he was sleeping, he said, you've been with me for three and a half years. You've seen all the miracles, but wait. Wait. Until something higher comes upon you, then you can also go out and do what you want to do. Because if you want to go, but the Bible says, by flesh shall no man prevail. If there's not, you see, one of the things that the Holy Spirit even does for us is that it does not even make us become easily fatigued or give up. Because if you are just using your eye to work with people, oh, you stop the work. Two weeks. Two weeks is even long. Because the people that you are trying to, easy, as you begin to do a small pastoral work, realize that Moses tried. <laughs> you see that Moses tried. Hey! The person that you are trying to help, interpretation, look at how they were saying that, oh, we were eating cucumbers, we were eating this. Were you really eating cucumbers? Yes. You need power. You know, you need power. You know, that's why even the physical brain, a lot of people start building, but they don't finish it. Oh, a lot. A lot. Yes. Yes. Yes, you need, you need, you need power. I remember when we were about buying a house and I was having a chat with Reverend Gulaya. And I was telling Reverend Gulaya that it looks like any time we begin to make headway, then we fight. Then because of the fight, we will, we will not do much then. Then he said, brother, if you want to continue this way, it will take you years. And you see, as we were doing this fight among ourselves, the house prices were increasing. The house prices were increasing. You go and look at it. Oh, I like it. I don't like it. Oh, they, 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 they. That's why you're increasing. The house that we bought finally, by the time we bought it, that increased by 40000 Because of, oh. So he, she gave us a strategy. She said that, you know what? When the fight can put the fight aside. And go on. Later on, you can come and deal with the fight. <laughs> See, the more that we're putting the fight aside, putting... You see, sometimes we are fighting over things that are not necessary. If you realize that in some few weeks, I realize that, oh, this thing, if I had left it, you get it. Yes. I think it's a key for a married couple. 
that's why you need to be following you know, because some of these things you not get it from uh, you know from a, a YouTube uh, video that has two, 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 20 million views you not get it <laughs> hallelujah yes we all need power even because sometimes you see that we are willing, we are willing, we are willing, but it's like we go this way, then our, 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 before we draw strength, should, we should always be drawing strength. Because he's the master builder. He's the master. He's been building for since God knows when. He's been building. So we've come to also do our bait. We need to draw Strength from him. Because especially some of this work that we are doing, as you are doing, you see that the enemy is not happy with you. Because as you are doing this, some some demonic spirit that is working in the family that is not related to you, because of your, say, okay, you can get your share of it. We need strength. We need power. That's why these times of prayer and fasting, you should not take it for granted. You don't get it. You should not take it for granted. It should be Spending time and pray, you know. Yes, nobody should encourage you to join at five thirty, to join at twelve in the afternoon, to join at six and even beyond. You can wake up early or just praying, praying, building up yourself, building up yourself. You get it? Yes. I pray that we've come to the realization that. All of us have been called to build. And you've been called to build strange and impactful things. And we are going to build the house of God. We are going to build our marriage. One of the things that I like about this house is that even though we, we hammer more on working for God, all these points that we talked about, if you bring it to your academics, you realize that you said, you take it to your finance, it works take it to your relationship, it works. Wherever you take it, it, it works. You get it? Yes. 